Paul? Oh, so hey, Mikey. Thanks for coming to visit me in your, you know, whoever's basement that I have in here. You moved me from one prison to another. Congratulations. Wow. Big, strong prison escapee. This now is how you make me hide out. First of all, I have so many problems with the way you started this episode. <laughs> first of all, I was going to come in big like, hey, big news. You know, guess who's not being visited in prison right now? Uh-huh. Yep, because thanks to... Except for it's not quite exactly like that now, is it, Mike? Because, you know, in some ways, maybe I'm not in prison, but in other ways, oh my maybe God. I still am in prison because... We're, we're starting off this episode so hot. Can we just cool it down and just, like, restart a little bit? Okay. Let, let me ask. I have a few... First of all, where are you? Where Are you in prison right now? Okay. I am in a certain type of prison right now. You're so not please, in prison. Can you just... I just need a few requests. Can I can I make a couple of requests for you? What's that? I need to make them in a public space so that you actually listen. That's kind of how this. Jesus. Goes. Okay. I, the listeners are are so lost right now. They have no clue what's going on. Okay. Fine. You want to tell them the story about what happened? Well, yeah. Go ahead. Tell them the story about what happened. Why don't you tell them how great this was, Mr. Mike's genius plan? Well, oh, jeez. Get Louise. Paul arrested, put him to a mental institution, pretend to be a guard, and take him out before he even gets there. I heard they had good food there. What are you even talking about? <laughs> okay, look. You were in prison. Yes, I was in prison. Then I got onto my appeals. Yep. So then you, I was developing you appealed your case. My rapport with the judge. Mm-hmm. Getting everything figured out in a different type of way. And how'd that go? It was going great. And it still is going great, actually, let me tell you. Yeah? That, that might get more confusing for your tiny little pea brain. Okay, well, broad strokes is, from what I understanding, the case didn't go so well. Okay, sure, it says one person. And, hey, guess who knew that was going to happen the whole time? Me. It was all part of the plan. Because when you got put into the, the, the cop car to get put back to prison, who was the driver? Me. And I got you out of there. Well, here's the thing. You got several things about this wrong here. What? Okay? Number one is that I was not going to prison. Back to prison. Okay, so I was going I to the mental institution. Well, that was your plan. I don't know. Number two, I have a close personal relationship with the, on the Your Highness, Mr. Haycock. I, hey, Penny. Hey, I Penny. Think. And um, you know what? We've been getting along really, really good. And basically, I was going to use him to get me out of jail. Yeah. Now, what I have to do is I have to tell him that I was kidnapped. And so, therefore, pretty much I'm back in prison like I'm serving my time. And I'll talk to him, you know, I'm trying to convince him that I'm innocent while I'm kidnapped, you know. Okay. Um, first of all, no, there's no talking to any judges while you're here or outside of here. I already have been. I've been calling him, sending him letters. How? So, you know what? You think your aunt's so smart she can hold down the fort so well? No way. Also, the most important part, you need to tell her about paprika on chicken, man. She's making the worst food. It's not good at all. Okay. okay? It's bland. She makes me sit in the basement. Then when she, she'll come and hang out and she'll want to watch, like, old... Oh, it's horrible, okay? I don't understand what you're complaining about. Okay, does she make the best chicken of all time? No. It's Absolutely still pretty good. not. Also, not you even. act like you're in some kind of dungeon. It's a finished basement. There's TV, and they got all the streaming services. All of them. 
She yeah, spends but, way too much money on streaming yeah, services. Yeah, but when she comes down, we have to turn on the Brit Box and we have to watch some, you know, old Poirot episodes. Okay, first of all, I know for a fact you talked her into getting Brit Box. I know for a fact that you haven't shut up about Brit Box for the last like six months. It's all you've been talking about Brit Box. I'm sick of it. Okay, well, okay. It, 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 could have been her, sir, someone's idea other than hers to get the Brit Box, but basically what I'm saying is now she wants to come watch it with me and we talk and have tea. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a wonderful time. My aunt is a wonderful conversationalist. Now, I heard there was some drama that you were watching the Great, ba- uh, Great British Bake Off and you were like rooting for the like different people and that's caused some friction. Well, it sure, most certainly has. I mean, I don't know who in their right mind is hoping that Crystal's going to win. Okay, because it's just it's ridiculous. All right, and the Bula base, the thing, all the other things—they were terrible. All right, and you know what? Don't even get me started on the temperature of her crumpet. Okay, because it was not crumpetisserie. I tell you that much. I could tell by the texture on the TV. Okay, and your aunt—you know—she can't see anything. She doesn't know. Well, she just is sitting there thinking that they're all, you know, oh, her, she's her so nice. eyesight's going, but I'm, look, I've never watched a single episode of this show, but I'm sure if my aunt likes her, it's, it's probably worthwhile. Please do not tell me that you think salted caramel and a fruit medley are good flavor combinations. Salty and sweet, too, that seems way, like pretty classic. Way too much rosemary and or rose water, whatever it's called, in the... In the cake batter, it was just Look, a mess. I, I don't know why I got us on this conversation. It's not a thing I can add to the conversation so, at all. Well, here's what I'm trying to tell you. So basically, could be me in one type of prison where I'm getting beat up, not able to eat, basically living in a tiny cell with a bunch of dodo birds who try to scare me, try to get me to do stuff, want me to get tattoos that I don't want to get, stuff like that. That's one type of prison. That's prison, you know, that I knew. Okay? Now you got me in here... With your dodo bird aunt, and I get... How dare you? She's a wonderful woman. It's like a different type of Also, prison. you're not even... It's not even a prison. You you can come and go. The only reason you're here is because you're... Someone sold your apartment. You're, well, probably your wife did. I don't know what happened there, but... It's neither there nor anywhere else. It's just because be... it's the only place you have to live right now. Okay, yeah, I might be having some different kinds of dif- difficulties that didn't come up. To me, in before times of this, this kind of situations, okay, I'm trying to learn new things. So, like how to be a better person, how to be more calm, how to be more, you know, get along with other people better, stuff like that. Well, you should talk to my aunt about that. You know, she's she's a real guru in that kind of well, way. I'll talk to her over a nice piece of chicken. We'll see when that happens. Jesus, God, you're so picky. It's uh, unbelievable. Look. The point is, you're no longer in prison, That's right. and you're welcome because I was the one who, who broke you out of, well, not jail, but I got you out of the situation of prison. Now you're talking about being friends with the judge, and I don't know what that's about. Okay, well basically, here's what you did, okay? You moved me out of the prison into a different prison, but I'm going to be stuck in this prison until I serve my time at the other prison. That's not how this works. You're just, you're just, you're just living in my aunt's basement. Okay, but what I'm trying to say is, if I go up and I talk to, you know, a different police officer or something, say hi, my name's Paul. They're gonna say hello. How you doing, Paul? You actually, you're supposed to be in prison, so now you got to go finish up. Well, your why sentence. would you talk to any police officers beforehand? We're criminals. Sometimes, we do crimes. Sometimes crimes involve talking to the police. 
I mean, in very certain contexts, I suppose. Basically, what about... Okay, so what I'm trying to say is, I'm trying to get my record cleaned from the bottom to the top. So you don't want to do crime anymore, is what you're saying? No, I definitely want to do crime. I just want to clean up my record at the you same just don't time. Wanna, you just don't want to say have on your record that, hey, Paul Huduchuk has been to prison. Yeah, exactly. And escaped from prison. So I'm working with Judge Haypenny, talking about some details, basically what I'm trying to tell him. Here's the story, okay? You, you Maybe I, I might need you to come around corroborated to the judge, send him another letter, speaking, uh, testifying on my behalf, okay? Well, look. First off, number one, what we have to tell him is that in, in many ways, more ways than not, I'm a philanthropic leader of, the, of my area. Are you? Because I've made so many crime ideas that actually help other people, okay? Okay. I'm like Robin Hood. Okay. Second off... Do you, oh, did you want to talk about something about that? Uh, no. Just Second off, okay, is that I've been kidnapped against my will. I was rescued without realizing that I was going to be rescued. And to the to the Honorable Judge Haypenny, I absolutely would have been, been more than happy to serve out my sentence. But, frankly, I'm in a prison here in my kidnapping. So that's Literally your, not locked up. You can leave any time. As long as you don't talk to police. That should count as... Basically, me serving my time. Look, I'm gonna and third. As soon as I escape, if if it's still within the time limit, you know, then I will come back finish my prison sentence. But if I'm kidnapped for three years and my prison sentence was three years, then do you know how long your prison sentence was? I can't remember exactly how long it was, but I'll tell them that basically I'll even it out. Probably be kidnapped for about well, as long. I'm pretty sure it was the same judge from the first. Trial, so he should know how long he sentenced you to prison. Well, just I'll tell him however long you sentenced me for. That's how long I'll stay. Kidding. I'm gonna be honest. I think this is a very bad <laughs> idea. But hey, look, I I, I kind of want to get into this because I I missed the trial because I was busy doing behind the scenes. Yeah, scene you stuff. didn't come up to support me. I was all all on my own. Well, I was... Because you were probably having fun video making chicken quesadillas. Well, no, actually, you actually missed this. I, I'm surprised, but you may have noticed I actually was able to plant Vinny as the bailiff during the court hearing. And he was actually able to pull out a couple of uh, transcripts from the... Uh, Oh, is that why the, the bailiff was lady. looking extra dumb the whole time? Yeah, he said funny? he was winking at you a lot and like trying to get your attention and you just... I thought he was trying to get something else going. He was wearing a fake mustache. I know he has a kind of like low-level face blindness. Well, I I just thought that maybe I have a you know habit of being quite a quite a looker to other people. Yeah. So I thought probably this is just another one of the many cases where bailiff wants to get get together mm-hmm. or something after the trial. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I, <laughs> I I have some some transcripts here. Do you? I, I just thought we'd read through them just to see. Uh, okay. How this thing went for you? I tell you what, I apologize for your for being me about your aunt. I'll try to teach her some flavor. Okay, mostly mm-hmm. she's a very nice lady, except for some problems with flavor. I'll talk to her about the chicken, but I don't think she's gonna like that. Okay, we'll also talk to her about you know salted caramel and fruit. I'm not talking to her about the Great British Bake Off. That's your your guys's thing. Okay. But basically, I'll deal with that part mostly for some different ways. I'll help her try to discover some spices, try to figure out how to, you know, 
She needs to learn what a brine is. Then I don't know. Why don't you, you? Why don't you guys cook together? That seems like a fun thing for you guys to do. Okay, we'll try cooking together. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mike. You did do a good job. This place, in in a lot of ways, is more cushy. I even I even prison. used one of your techniques to help get you out of this whole. Thing. I used the double left twice right maneuver. That's true. Double left twice right's a good one, and it did work. Obviously, yeah. Got us here, so. So I don't know why you're so mad about how I got you out of prison the way, you know. Okay, I apologize, okay? I came off a little hot, but basically maybe you can forgive Probably me. Probably the I've hottest you've ever come into the show. You know what, Mike? Maybe it's because I've had a lot going on in my life in the past couple of months here. Yeah, and it's all over now. That? Now I need to let it, I need to let it simmer. You're I out of apologize. prison. You got a new roommate. Life is good. All right. Okay, it's cool. All right, it's cool. You're Listen. sleeping on a couch instead yeah. of cardboard on in the corner of a of a room somewhere that's true okay i tell you what next week i promise you that i will have some different crimes going on i'll have some stuff i'll have some ideas for you to consider we'll get back out well if that's what you want i just i just don't know why you're just so upset is all why am i why am i so upset because okay like i did i basically had that case in the bag is what i'm trying to say here okay when you weren't there, so you don't know what happened in the case. And what I'm trying to tell you is that I had that case locked and loaded up for a win for sure. All right? Okay, well, I have I have the transcript right here. Obviously, me getting the papers okay. in order. Is that the, it's probably not the full transcript. It's probably only a little uh, bit. It's a couple pages uh, he got from the, Vinny got from the uh, stenographer. All right, go ahead. Read whatever you want. If you want okay. Let's, I'm we're sure starting I'm sound good. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Mr. Hudacek, Your Highness, I called. I called the guy who was eating Big Bacon Classic Triple in the first booth of the one needs to sit. Uh, okay, Judge Haypenny responds. Do you mean the stand? <laughs> Paul Hudacek, No, not even a little. I do, I definitely am not sure that he will be able to stand for much longer than thirty seconds. I don't think that was his first big. Bacon classic trip. I'm all checks out. I mean, basically, what you want him to stand up after having a big bacon classic okay. triple? For you want him to stand? I, I feel like for potentially I'm thirty. I'm sh- sure this is something more? the judge has. I mean, I'm I'm you know maybe we'll just keep reading. Uh, hold on, I, my notes have gotten out of order here. Okay, okay, judge, we've talked about this, right? You have to call them to the stand, air quotes, but they will be able to sit. It's a different term. All right. You go on to say, fine, I'll call him to the stand to sit. Wow, that sounds so right, judgy boy. (laughs) Judge, don't call me judgy boy. I'm not seeing anything here about your witness. Were they deposed? Yeah, see, basically, what is that supposed to be, right? What did I do, okay? So I'm answering his questions. I'm dealing with him in the way that I can. But you know what? Have you heard about this? They call it, oh, you. I call this person to the stand. Okay? Yeah. And guess what? What do they do while they're there? Mm-mm. They don't stand. They sit. So why do they say that they call them to the stand when they're coming to sit? Right. So either you can say, I call them to the stand to sit, which doesn't make a lot of sense, or you could just say, I'm calling them to the sit. I, I guess. He doesn't get it. Whatever. The judge, I think he figured it out by the end. Yeah. Yeah, but then he was asking something else. So he was asking if they were deposed, which is a process to which you're able to make a list of your witnesses for your case. Oh, sure. That's what it is. Okay. 
Well, you go on to say, most certainly not. I don't know about the prosecutor in this kind of type of thing, but I did not throw away any people. I don't do that. Judge, no, Paul, not disposed, deposed. Uh, you, you go on, if we need to pick them up from Home Depot, I can do that. One of these guys just has to get off their ass and give me my car keys. Uh, judge, all right, that's enough. You can't drive to Home Depot in shackles. You can't call a, un a uniform officer's asses. And I don't think you have any idea who this witness is. So I really need you to move on to your next witness. Okay. So what is the moral of that little story that you got there? That little clip. It. What does that tell you about the proceedings? How they? Uh, it sounds go? like you fucked up and pissed off the lawyer that I was that I provided you. Mm -hmm. So uh, you decided to be your own lawyer again. Mm -hmm. Didn't know the process of calling witnesses. Okay, I pretty much know the process. You call them to the stand to sit. No. That's just wording of... Then he's talking about throwing them away. Of course I wouldn't throw anyone away. Mm -hmm. He's also talking about going and picking them up from a store. Sure, I can go pick them up from a store if that's what you need me to do. I already called him, okay? I've also so seen you try to put people in the trash can, so you lied when you say you've never like disposed of people. Okay, regular people I never disposed of, okay? All okay. me, like, really annoying people. But he wasn't really annoying. He was just eating burger at the time. And he probably could have testified, probably. We'll never really know in this kind of type of world mm -hmm. here. We'll never know exactly what he would or wouldn't say. So who knows what the truth is or is not. But he probably would have said that, you know, everyone else is a liar. That mm. guy's a good guy. Of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now we're never going to know because I couldn't drive to Home Depot to get him. Well, why would you think... Why did you even know he was at Home Depot? I didn't know he was at Home Depot. The judge told me he was at Home Depot. Okay. He said, you haven't been to Home Depot. Or you haven't been depot or something like that. So mm -hmm. he's at Home Depot. Yeah, I haven't been to Home Depot because I'm in shackles. So how am I going to get to Home Depot? So one of the stupid-ass guys sitting on the side should get his keys unlock me give me back my car keys then i'll go get get them from home depot you think that's a reasonable ask while well, you're if that's what they need, in a trial if that's what they need to get to the truth you know if they yeah. don't no one else wants to go to home depot to get them i will right okay um yeah that's that's a lot to unpack um you don't see anything wrong with your the way you uh, handled that? What would be wrong about the way that I handled that? I sound pretty good in that. Just like, are you... clip. Just, I don't know. Okay. Uh, Listen, Mike, okay? Sometimes, yeah, different people know different types of wordy things than me, okay? And you know what? You're actually one of... That's one of the reasons, you, you know, most of the time you're a nice guy. Yeah. You okay. accept and, and, you know, work with my different types of wordy things. Throughout this whole time, going to prison, you know, getting all kinds of things, losing my house, losing everything, okay? People get on me for not knowing different types of words, okay? Mm -hmm. What's that all about? Well, so what if it's, is it deposed, disposed? It's deposed. Depot? It's pretty important. I mean, I'm not saying you have to know every word in the English language, but if you're going to be own, your own lawyer, you should know at least the general terms of what you're trying to do. Well, for the most part, I, I mean, I... You know, we don't have to go, go through this again, because we've basically been through it probably about 500,000 times. But I have passed the bar several different times. Okay. Uh, I don't know how many times I have to say this, but that's not what that means. I actually looked it up, 
And I, you know, something crazy is I always thought it was like an acronym for like some kind of law term, but mm -hmm. it's not. No, it's about walking past the bar. In a way, it actually is. See? Uh, thank you, Mike. It's so good to have you back on the show. See, now, but it's not, you're, you're so thinking I, of like a drinking bar, but what the bar of, is, it's, you know, like... It's a candy bar. No, you know how there's like that kind of wall between where the regular people sit and where you, you were hanging what? out? Your aunt tried to make bars earlier. She made homemade candy bars? No, she made bars, you know, in a pan, tray bake, basically. Mm -hmm. Where you put chocolate chips and those things in there. She put way too many chocolate chips in there, okay? And usually, I would say, when you're making a bar like that, like a chocolate chip bar, like that, semi-sweet is the way to go. That's what you need to do. Anything sweeter than that, and you're in trouble town. Okay? Well, she's more of a dark chocolate type person, so she prefers more of the bitter taste. Whatever. But anyway, basically, the bar is just like a, the bar test. Is basically, just a weird play on words. It seems kind of unprofessional for lawyers, but anyway. So, but basically, I have passed a bar. You have it probably in some other, maybe in this type of situation. The the first quote that you read from Finney, who, by the way, seems to be you know perhaps have you thought about that he's just picking out some interesting moments for you to create well i don't you know, know i got a few different get laughy jokey at paul's expense here. well i don't know here let's let's go let's see if we can't get another thing going another piece all right how about this okay fine all right this one starts plaintiff i'm guessing that was the lawyer in your case yeah he, this he was young, questioning this is you. the only other one that he has in here well i i don't know how many it's a decent stack but it's just, I don't know. Okay, yeah. The plaintiff is uh, is the dick on the other side. He was questioning you? He was, he was being really mean to me basically all the right. time. He was objectifying me in all types of ways that make me uncomfortable and just kind of just, you know. Okay. He was a jerk. He was questioning... Okay, actually, let me see. Do you want to do you want to read this one or do you want to... Sure, okay. I can read it to you. Well, just, you just seemed... I can do it. I just You just seemed more... You just seemed... A little aggressive in this one. Okay. Okay. Just picture this, all right? Instead of this, this part did make me upset, all right? Well, of course. But he this was This appears to be your cross-examination. He was interviewing a Wendy's employee. Oh, okay. Okay. I see. And he's been objectifying me all day, so I'm going to try to objectify him. So so this, this, to set the scene, you're, you're at your table he's at his table but he's he's questioning a wendy's employee on yeah yep. on the sit yes okay um, yep exactly so go ahead okay plaintiff can you please tell the jury what you do on a normal job at, or sorry at a normal day at your job at wendy's and then defendant which is you yeah that's me objection your honor big time to this one content of court oh you you knew that one is that a real thing people say yeah content of court Okay, that doesn't sound right, but we're going to keep going. This question definitely isn't that interesting, and it's too boring to keep talking about. Exactly. Content of the court. It's not good enough to be content Oh, I think we're, I'm going to get my answer. Okay, the plaintiff says, did he just say content of court? This guy continues to baffle me, Your Honor. See? Absolute little piece of shit guy, okay? <laughs> always being mean to me. Always talking to the judge like they're friends and we're not, Okay. Okay, I think, okay, I think it's because content of court isn't a, a thing people say. But let's just move on. Uh, judge, the judge, uh, Paul, that is not a real objection. I think he meant contempt of court, which you are dangerously close to being put into right now. So he's saying you're in contempt of court. 
content. He might be saying that. He might be saying I'm giving him good content, of course. Which I think is what he tried to mean. That basically I'm keeping the court entertained, keeping things going. Okay. Well, you're not allowed to object and say boring. It, it's you're not. In a, I didn't object. To you're say not boring, Mike. I said object content of court. But then he went on to say this question is boring. That's what content of court means. No, it's not. Okay. Uh, let's just say so. The defendant, right? Mm-hmm. So that's you. Well, somebody has to invent objections, Your Highness. In the olden days, do you think cavemen were using objection, blah, 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 in the perfect, correct way? No, they were inventing objections. So maybe my brain is a bit more different. Thinks in different stigmatic styles, styly things, than Dodo Bird interview, so maybe we should. And I'm guessing you got cut off here. Basically yeah. didn't get to finish By the sentence. judge saying, I'm going to stop you now before this go- gets worse. I suppose you invented... Ob- <laughs> I suppose you're... Invented objection, that's not an objection, is overruled. Uh, you can ask the question again, talking to the other lawyer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, he, and he asks the question, can you explain what your normal day at your job is? So what am I supposed to do here? Basically, this this little scene that you read about here, me, objecti- me trying to objectify, getting objectified in different ways, and then getting told off in different types of things, that... That's basically the system of how the court treated me throughout the process, Mike. They didn't let me get away with anything in there. And every time that I try to ask different questions, you know, like, are you bad at cooking burgers? One time I asked that, okay? Mm -hmm. And then they said, objection, Your Honor, relevance. And I said, it's pretty relevant whether or not it's dried out because I've had conversations before at people asking about nice, juicy burgers. I want to know if he makes a nice, juicy burger or if he makes a dry crunchy okay well i i just don't think i think in that sense in that context i don't see the relevance of whether the burger is dry or juicy to why you brought in knives into a wendy's perhaps maybe you know it could have been said that because the burgers were super dried up i was coming in to cut people's heads off because it was too dry okay and so but you see how saying that puts you in a light of Hey, I'm a psycho killer who kills people for dry burger reasons. So even if you did want to follow that line of questioning, <laughs> perhaps maybe you shouldn't have. Well, maybe I was going to follow. The and in question. fact, maybe the lawyer was actually almost having your back in a sense by saying, "Don't, don't follow this line of questioning." Okay, Mike. Basically, you're going to get something. Some different people tried to teach me about lately. And I'm losing my mind about it, okay? What's that? I cannot figure it out. Maybe you can help me kind of get a think to thought around in my head. Sometimes, if I can be honest with you, Mr. Michael, mm-hmm. I think that my brain is a little bit too big, okay? It thinks in too big of things. It's 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 so big that it's like squeezing the side of your skull. And pretty much when someone brings up kind of situations, like for instance, is this relevant... Immediately, I can think of about 10,000 ways that it could be relevant and about, you know, 10,000 ways that it could not be relevant. Okay, I I do want to point out that I asked you why would it be relevant and it had nothing to do with you bringing in knives except to cut people's heads off. I'm just saying that's... Which wasn't your plan in the first place. Your plan was to... But could have been my plan. Couldn't it have been in a different kind of scenario? Who knows the truth of the matter here? It could have been my plan to cut the... Cut the back door of the Wendy's open, you know, so that I could get in later and get my own free burgers. Could have been my plan to come in and help them slice buns because they're behind on their bun slicing. Okay, but that's 
eat. Do you work at Wendy's? Why would you volunteer your help to slice buns? Perhaps, you know, I have a very generous disposition in general. They wouldn't admit okay. any of my Robin Hood crime ideas. Uh, I mean, to be honest, there's a lot of examples here that are just you going on and on about what you might have done. And none of it makes sense. Yeah, they did. They told me a lot of times to stop talking. Basically, you're making too much content for the court. Yeah. Like I said, you're in content for court. So, constantly giving me too much content. I said, okay, I kind of get it. You know, I am giving you a lot of content. But that's pretty much kind of how I operate. Yeah, I see there's, there's a little bit here where basically the gist is you actually are, like, sentenced to, like, Almost a full week in, in jail before your uh, content of court. Yeah, and I said, why don't you make it three? And then he said, sure. Three yeah. weeks. And I said, oh, yeah, you're just going to do me like that? You can just do stuff like that? You think it's cool and funny? How about you give it six? Then okay. Gave me six and, uh, and further down here, I see objection. This is just the breakfast club. And the judge says sustained. Right. So then it went back to one week yeah. of content. So I have to keep coming up with ideas for a week, mm -hmm. probably, to fill up the court's time. Well, no, actually, contempt of court means you're just uh, bothering the judge and, and kind of acting out, and you're actually supposed to be in jail or adds to your sentence for your outbursts. Why wouldn't they say that? What do you mean? Why wouldn't they say, you know, you're, you're in the trouble with the courts right now? You're basically going against the court's rules, guidelines. There's actually, hold on, yeah, no, right there, it says that almost word for word. You're going against the court's wishes, I'm Paul, I'm serious. This is not the way you're supposed to, uh, you know, act in a courtroom. Yeah, but he could have been saying that to me, kind of friendly bantery kind of way. You know, like, oh, stop making so much good content, and I'm laughing too hard, or I'm having too much fun. And did the, you know, your highness, did he talk about that in there? He said, yeah, yeah, uh, I saw that, yeah, um, yeah, for the, the judge says, for the 20,000th time, contempt, C-O-N-T-E-M-P-T, contempt, not content, contempt. Uh-huh, yep, sounds like the same to me, basically, it's probably within somebody's reasonable kind of mental stature situation. To, mm -hmm. to mix those two things up. So pretty much whatever that I did that was getting me in content or contempt is going to become content or contempt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest. I knew you were talking for at least 30 seconds. I'm pretty sure you didn't say a damn word. Um, okay, so... Is this true right here? He says... It, it just, just says... Uh, it's like silence. Like, there's no, like, dialogue, but it just says, judge throws gavel at... At Mr. Hudicek? Okay, he did throw the gavel at me. I will tell you that much. And yeah. basically, okay, maybe it came about that I was, you know, giving him a bit of a hard time, but who doesn't basically try to talk about someone's kidneys and what happened with them when they were younger? Yeah. And so I was trying to ask him a lot of questions about the kidneys. He said, I'm not on the trial here. And I said, well, what are you doing right now? And he said, I'm sitting. And I said, where are you sitting? And he said, in court. I said, oh, okay, but you're not standing, are you? And he said, no, I'm sitting. And I said, remember how you talked about the stand being sitting? So, basically, you are standing right now, and I get to ask you questions if I want to ask you questions. But the judge said, no, that's not how it works, something like that. I can't really remember the exact details. 
basically, who knows who got the right one, but then some more stuff happened down the line, some other things. Yeah, he went on a run of making fun of his accent, apparently. He, well, he shouldn't, um, have, he shouldn't live here. He said he some really uh, unfortunate things about his mother that he probably shouldn't have said. Well, who's to tell? I mean, maybe they're honest, maybe they're not. I don't really know his mother, but I was just pretending. Yeah. And he knew that I knew that we were pretending and stuff. So yeah. So, basically, you know, who's got the temper tantrum here that throws gavel at the other person? Yeah, uh, honestly, uh, why, I mean, I, I understand why I did it, but I'm surprised that didn't uh, come down to a mistrial. That seems like pretty... Uh, yeah, I thought that it would be. I talked about, you know, well, last time they said it couldn't be a mistrial, so I got the husband, Mr. Child, come mm-hmm. in, get that done. So we're going to do Mr. Child this time around. Everybody, this is what it is, and basically we're done. Yeah. You know, you don't have to worry about what's going on here. You can forget about it. You can go home and get drunk to the jury is what I said, because this is Mr. Child. So it doesn't matter what you say or do. Basically, it's all going to go into... You know, Mr. Mister's trials files mm-hmm. in the whole, in the back, and then becomes n- not a thing to talk about anymore. Yeah, and they all looked at me kind of confused, like or whatever. And then I said, "Maybe you don't get it, but that's why I'm a lawyer. You're not. So mm-hmm. just pretty much listen to what I say, and go fucking in the back. Do whatever you want. I don't give a shit. And <laughs> we'll talk to you yeah. later. Yeah." Yeah, no, there's a there's a lot of those similar outbursts in here from you. Uh, I know it looks like on your cross examination. I mean, honestly, it does you you don't come across well. It was a lot of asking pretty simple questions like, uh, "Why did you bring in the two knives?" And you're like, "Yada blah blah blah." I don't have to answer. Yada yada yada. Yeah, basically, I objectify that kind of bullshit. Yeah. Because you're trying to get me to pinpoint it into different types of situations. I wasn't really ready to talk about mm-hmm. it. Maybe I have some different kinds of different right here. The, the concerns. The lawyer asked. You claim that you got your uh, knife sharpened at Cubs Foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, uh, and at what time did you get those knife sharpens? And you screamed, I don't have to answer that. I don't have to answer that because who could have who could have known exactly when I got to the knife sharpening? You know, could have been 1237, but was it about when I brought it to, to the cub or was it about when I picked them up? Mm-hmm. Or what was it about when they did it in between? Did they even do it in between? Did anyone check with them whether or not the knives were really sharpened, you know, in the time between when I dropped them off? picked them up yeah basically it's probably like some kind of you know the legislature has to build different kinds of bases to build their questions on that's too far down the line i mean that sounds like they were just establishing like a baseline of what you would answer almost no that's the top of the line that's the end of the line yeah Um, basically there's probably about i mean i feel like now i need to ask because you got so defensive did you get the knife sharpened at a cub okay no i didn't get them at a cub Right? And I forgot about that. I didn't want to bring it up in the trial. Yeah. Basically, I got a different... Well, I mean, that just seems... I mean, obviously, I'm not a lawyer, but it just seems strange because it seemed like a lot of your case was built on, hey, I went to go get these professionally sharpened at a grocery store. I did go get them professionally sharpened at a grocery store, but I realized partway through, Mike, that I had named the wrong grocery store. Oh, that's embarrassing. It was a different one. So what am I going to do now? Look like a liar up on the stand? Or am I going to keep going with my lie? Well, I suppose, yeah. keep going with my lie. 
and it doesn't count as a lie, basically, when you have to swear an oath or whatever. It doesn't count if you purposely forgot at the beginning, and then you re-remembered, but you wanted to keep forgetting. Mm -hmm. Then that doesn't count. I should also point out that almost every other paragraph, I don't know how, I don't know if you'd call it a paragraph, but about every other line, it's, you're like, can she please stop typing what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me tell you, man. The writer of the courts does not pay attention to the nuances, and basically that's why, for instance, when you're looking down at these different types of writing things about the courts, you're looking at it through her kind of eyes, okay? So, like, imagine, you know, you could be hearing it like how I heard it and saw it in person, but instead you're hearing it like hey, how she saw it, heard it in person. Well, it doesn't sound... It's not like she's adding any of her own notes. It's literally just what you said, what you they could, said. You could think that, but basically by typing in t certain types of ways, what do you capitalize? Should mm -hmm. that all be capitalized? Should that be in italics? Do you put an exclamation point on the end of it? Do you put a period? Mm -hmm. All that stuff is helping them define, you know, exactly. And when I say something like, okay, like let's say contempt, contempt. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe she should mess up what the judge says every now and then. Make sure that it looks like better for me. Because it's not tell. her job to make anyone I look good. tell who said which one, if it was contempt or content. Yeah. I couldn't tell if it was NT or PT. Okay. I just want to point out this line here. It's like, if you don't stop asking me about the knives, I'll kill you. Don't write that down. Right, exactly. So what are you going to do there? It just if seems you're, like you're just a mass misunderstanding of the whole thing. Did you see the other thing that was misunderstood about the whole thing, though? What's that? When someone says, don't write that down, you're supposed to not write it down. You're not supposed to write down, don't write that down. Mm -hmm. She's writing down what's not supposed to be written down, and she's writing down that I said not to write down what's not supposed to be written. I, I should note the next line is from the judge saying, "Mr. Hudacek, we talked about this. You're not even you're not supposed to say, don't write that down, or you're also not even supposed to acknowledge the stenographer. Please don't do that again." Yeah, the judge was worried about that ahead of time. Basically, the judge should have me in for a nice cup of coffee and whiskey beforehand. So is that so? Yeah. So it told me that. Basically, I, got, I stand a good chance. Just keep it up. You know, you're spitfire, basically, in the courtroom. Good ideas. Smart thinking. Go on this is from it. the recording that was leaked last week. He's uh, never heard anyone talk like you before. Never really met anyone like you before. And then he said, basically, more or less, makes sense that you pass bar thousands of times. Because you're pretty much the smartest law human that has ever uh, been. Again, this, 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 be. this was the meeting that was recorded last so, week. That's why I have a new close okay. personal relationship with Judge Haypenny. Uh If you did have any kind of a relationship, I'm pretty sure it's ended at this point. I, I can I could keep reading. Um, can we be done reading these, please? This but it, I just wanted. There's You're just starting to get me all fired up again. Well, okay? there's just this it's one just point like that I not... please. I wish this was over. I've never wished death upon myself, but here I am, wanting to die. Who talked about that? The judge did. That was words that he said. So what's that tell you about the judge? That pretty much he. It has seems a like you drove him to suicide almost, and could luckily, be, from my my understanding, he's fine. But um, could be that could be the fact that he was having so much fun, laughing so hard. We were having such a good time. We got her out on the courtroom floor. That yeah, there's multiple times when you try to approach the bench, you know, where the judge sits, and yeah. he says, 
that's what normal people do. They walk towards. And, other and he they says, "You're talk. not. A, you're not allowed. Please get get back to your seat." Yeah. Well, how does that kind of work out? Allowed, you know. And, and there's I multiple times allowed. you're like, "I'm coming over here." And he says, "No, don't do that." And you, you say, "He says you're not allowed." And you're I not said, allowed. Yes, I am allowed. I'm yeah. saying it aloud. Mm-hmm. And we're we're friends. We should talk. And he goes on to say, "We're not, and you're not allowed to talk." Yeah. Uh, uh, you're not allowed to approach the bench. How do you talk if it's not allowed, you know? Right. So, what about that? Well, look, I Basically, mean... Basically, can you be done reading these, please? Look, yeah, all I'm saying is I don't see why you're so upset with me. You should be, you know, thanking me that I got you out of there. Because I, I don't think you... you and, and none of this place you even get, came across, you know... We talked about maybe you're going to try the insanity defense. And you don't ever get to that. It's mainly like 20, 30 pages of you Basically, talking about... there could be better defenses. You there. really never get off the knife thing. And you, uh, for about almost an hour, you explain in detail your plan to move brick by brick the Wendy's. Yeah, because if people understand the plan, they would have known, wouldn't have impacted anyone involved for at least two yeah. years. It would have been fine. And when they got there, basically the only person who would have been hurt, we still would have hired everyone back. The Wendy's just would have been in a nicer place. Yeah. Nicer. Well, from what I'm getting, you you threatened violence so many times that I think it was never going to quite work out for you. So you're welcome that I got you out of there. Um, All right. Will you write a letter to the hey penny with me? I mean, I guess I don't expect a. Just write that I'm the kidnapper. Let's use. Let's try to write it with like only misspelling some words. Okay. Right. I uh, yeah, I'm kidnapper. Like in kind of crazy handwriting. Like like creepy man so style. you just you just want it seems like you just want to make sure that the judge knows you're safe i want the judge to know that i'm serving my sentence out right in kidnapped land instead of in prison right so that he he starts the clock back up of my sentence then in approximately i can't remember how many it is maybe 20 years i will uh, let him know that I got out, successfully evaded my kidnappers, and basically, look at that, timed out perfectly with my sentence, so now we're good to go. Yeah. I'll come hang out with it. We can be friends, because it's free. Uh, I, I just don't think that's a good idea. Uh, clearly, for one, I don't think this judge feels the same way about you that you do about him. We'll see about that. Uh, second of all, any correspondence, especially with the judge, especially the judge who sentenced you, especially the judge that you almost drove to suicide, maybe... Let's just pretend that you're still laying low. It's only been a week, after all. and uh, We'll see. I just want to get the clock running on running. And honestly, it doesn't even seem like... I haven't seen any news reports about you being missing, missing, so it doesn't seem like that's a big deal or anyone's really looking for you. Well, that could be good. That could be because maybe, you know, here's one instance where... Let me tell the people something that they should learn about different types of things. Yeah. Basically... If you're really easygoing, you know, nice to other people, you you know, you're easy to get along with, all that kind of stuff in prison or something, they're gonna like having you in there. They're gonna wanna keep you in there as long as they can. But let me tell you another secret. If you adopt a personality of being, you know, really upset and angry all the time, making a big stink, big fuss about everything, causing big fucking ruckus at every instance you can. Yeah then people basically won't want to be around you. Even to the point that perhaps they're avoiding me right now because they don't want to bring me back to court or prison. Yeah. 
could be that the judge so upset about his situation, if what you say is true, maybe he's okay with me escaping because at least I'm not in his way. Yeah. So, could be that. Also, do you even know this judge's address where we, we'd even send the letter? I figured we'd walk it to him. Okay, that's, no, that's absolutely not. Uh, look, I, I think I've talked to you about all I, I can handle. Uh, this is all I can handle either, Mike. Did you think about this when you came onto the show? Decided to start airing off, blasting out all my dirty laundry into the well, air? Well, really, I was just kind of curious about what I missed, and maybe I thought the fans, since we didn't really get to get a real in-depth look at your trial, I just thought maybe the fans would like to hear a few pieces here and there about what went down. Well, I think the fans need to hear some crimes, some regular old genius ideas. And basically, you created this whole system where for probably about six, 7,000 weeks, you sent me, descended me into madness or whatever it is. We talked about crimes while you were in prison. Yeah, but I had to come up with crimes while I was in prison, Mike. I came up with a couple crimes. I came up with a great crime. Okay. Next week. And I and I didn't listen, tell you about this. Here's but. what I'm telling you. I have to live with your own now. Great. Okay. We can talk about that next week. Maybe if she's made improvements on her flavor profile, we can get along better. But next week, we're doing this in a way where I come to you with different crime ideas. You're not going to come to me with any kind of, you know, stuff getting my blood boiling. Basically, you started oh, all well, this. Oh, well, I was going to... You started my anger. I was going to tell you some big news, but I don't. Maybe we should just save it for next week. What's the big news? Tell me the big news. I was nominated for a crimey. You, yeah, like uh, with me, right? No, it was the the aquarium heist got some real hype going, and people are really talking about it. There's some serious buzz. Okay, hang on one minute. Like I'm up for best crime at the crimeys. You just shut up for one second. Are you about to tell me right now? That you got nominated for a crime with Vinny. Well, I mean, he's not. I, 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 since it was my crime, he's not actually. Well, he's. Uh, well, I probably shouldn't tell you this. So, first of all, no, he's not getting the award with me. Who's gonna get the thank you in the thank you speech, huh? Oh, Who's you're, getting you're. Hey, you're number one with a bullet, my man. He is going. He is up for like best teller, teller man. You know, but of course he is because he's oh he's so Rico smooth or whatever it's called. Okay, oh I mean he's the only guy I've seen like you know heist from you know getting the teller and then still getting a number from the same teller. So basically, I haven't been back to my apartment, so probably I have some different crimey award nominations too this year. Yeah, that I just haven't gotten yet. That might be what's going on there because they don't know that I live with your aunt now. Yeah, exactly. We'll see what where your 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 mail has gone, since okay. it seems to be abandoned. Right. But right. uh, absolutely, probably got some crime things going. You you hey, maybe you're up for uh, best escape. Who knows? Boy, I wouldn't be up for best escape, Michael. I had no idea I was escaping. Well, that then that's a pretty good escape story, isn't it? Okay, so congratulations, I guess, or whatever. Next week, I don't want to talk about the crimeys and whatever you do there, okay? Well, I don't want to jinx it too much, so we, we won't talk about it until the crimeys actually happen, and if I come away with the award or not. Okay. But it's really just an honor to be nominated, Can you know? we... I thought that was just a thing people say, but I really do feel, like, <laughs> over the moon. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Look... Uh, there's only, like, if I, I think we're going to wrap this up, right? Yes. So I done. just want to say, 
hey, everyone, if you're, like, listening to this show, I know you're going to hate this part, but I just thought maybe you could leave a five-star review. Also, now you're co-opting, basically, what people are enjoying listening to, and you're going to turn it into coming Michael Jordan podcast style again. Well, yeah, I just... I, we haven't had really asked for reviews in a while, and I was just thinking... You know, screw Apple. You know, screw the establishment. I think what I want you to do is I want you to go to your nearest McDonald's and on the stall wall of the, of the bathroom just write, Perfect Crime is good. Or for a good time, listen to the Perfect Crime. That's a pretty good idea. And then, write, and then five stars under it. Okay, deal. Done. If you need to do it, that's how you support a crime. By doing a mini crime. Yeah. On your own. Yeah, uh, don't yeah, don't review in any like proper established place. Just graffiti wherever you can. Perfect crime is good, or perfect crime rules, or you could say, uh, you know, m- you know, Michael is the Michael Jordan of podcasting. Five stars, yada yada. You get the point. Um, other than that, I think that takes are care of housekeeping. Yet? Can we be done, please? Can I go? I need to go do something. Where are you going? Going downstairs, watch some TV. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can go ahead and do that. All right. See you later, man. All right. Bye, everybody.